It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. One to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marking in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> and shine folks good thursday thursday morning to you it is the 29th day of february 2024 we welcome you here to x's and bros on the michigan sports and network ben glaze ryan elke anthony bellino all joining you thank you for joining us no matter who you are where you are how you may be listening all across the great state of michigan and in northwest ohio and worldwide on the iheart radio app we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And, of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21000 Sports Radio. The 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. 866-838-HUGE. You can tweet us at XP Mornings, Facebook us, X's and Bros, and of course, uh, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN, streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a dot com to that to find our website, XP Mornings. Gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Gentlemen, good morning to, uh, to both of you. How are we today? Good morning. What's going on? Well, uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Uh, yeah, like, not a whole lot in sports. Yeah, what was on your television <laughs> last night? I uh, just put on the old uh, classic Seinfeld. Seinfeld, okay, yes. Seinfeld guy. Yes, well, that's something do- I something I watch when I uh, try to go to sleep. Oh, really? Yeah. Puts, so like puts, puts me out. Puts you out. Puts yeah. you to sleep. Okay. Yeah. All right. We can, uh, I can, I can live with that. So you're a, you're a, you're a TV guy, uh, in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, it turns my brain off. So I get, I get focused on, you know, what's on the TV and all the thoughts go away. Wow. That's pretty. So I'm one of those, I'm one of those people that I don't have anything on when I sleep. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Not even like a fan or anything for noise. No, no noise. Oh, wow. No noise. When I lay down and close my eyes, that's it. I'll see everybody tomorrow. Damn. Yeah. 
That's nice. Yeah, it's a it's a blessing. Well, the key is I was listening to an interview. A guy was in the, uh, I think he was in the 82nd Airborne, and they were going overseas. Uh, they were going to drop in behind the German lines. Okay. And uh, he was talking about how like how to get rest in, in that kind of environment. And he said the one thing that they told them there that he's always kept with him is relax your face. Huh. He said once you relax your face, you can fall asleep anywhere. But the key is, you know, because you get so tense, you know, it's your jowls and your cheeks and everything. He's like, relax yeah. your face. You'll fall asleep. And I said, well, okay, I'll try that. And uh, sure enough, yeah, it works. Wow. It works. Exhale, relax your face. <laughs> right out. <laughs> See ya. Have See you tomorrow. That. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm just here to lend a helping hand. Right. No, I, that's, that's really what it is. Let me. Take all my uh, all my ex- my life experience here and see if I can uh, uh, you know pass this on and I'm sure somebody in the military's heard that before, right? Somebody who listens to us who's who's you know been in the service they know they they know what I'm talking about for sure they got it. Um, but yeah, last night kind of a really uh, really interesting night in the world of sports just because not really a lot going on. Yeah, uh, it was definitely a night for. Uh, for national national broadcast, we had a doubleheader of uh, shooty hoops on TNT. Uh, you might have watched some uh, some Big Ten basketball. Uh, they got this Connect kid in Tennessee that is just going crazy. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. His last name is K N E, like C H T Connect, however you spell it. And he is lightning. This guy is awesome. Holy smokes, is he good! Like he he can get buckets, he can put the ball on the floor. Like this guy can do everything. Uh, so we'll have we had that last night. Couple NBA games. Lakers with a massive comeback win against the Clippers. Lakers and LeBron fighting for their uh, playoff seeding lives. The Clips, on the other hand, uh, you know they it's the Clippers, right? I mean, like, look, if James Harden is your go-to. Uh, and they have Kawhi and Paul George, too, so it's not as if that, that's the only person they have. But when it's just James Harden, you don't stand a chance. He, the guy's not a winner. He's never won anywhere. He doesn't know how to win. Doesn't know. It, he's just, it's never happened. If you want to debate me on that, just show me the uh, show me exactly where the W's are at, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Let's get to uh, Mark and Gun Lake, who is on the Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-HUGE. What's going on this morning, Mark? How are you, my friend? I there have to have been a few thousand people whose minds were finally made up last night after that game in LA. Who was the best of all time? I could not believe that. Did you watch any of that game last night? I didn't make it to the fourth quarter. I saw LeBron had nineteen in the fourth. He was he, he was incredible. I mean that that was just I I finally made up my Vinny Johnson's my favorite of all time. I mean he would you know the best six man I think ever. Maybe McHale can say something about that but lebron james last night was just unbelievable I, that guy he when he gets focused and he gets um just determined to do whatever he wants to do he'll do it and he's what what is he is he 40 yet or not he is uh what is he 38 yeah i think 30 he's 30, 38 old. this is 20 20th season in the league 38 that was just, I don't know if you've seen the highlights, but he, he just couldn't do anything wrong. I mean, he was just spectacular. And Jordan, you know, there are, there's all the others, but this guy, when he hits 40,000 points, that's it. I mean, he's, he's the best. 
and and I really don't like him. I I didn't like him when he wait a minute. You think LeBron's better than Jordan? You think LeBron's better than Jordan? Yes. Yeah. Defensively, I think he's better too. So, but by the way, update on the Griffins. They won again last night. So I'm. Are you still going to have the Griffins coach on tomorrow morning? Or Uh, now we're going to have we're going to have the Griffins coach on this morning, Mark and Gun Lake. This morning. Oh, this morning. Eight thirty-five. I threw it. I. When I uh, texted Waddy, uh, Dan Watson, I said, hey, tomorrow, you know, Friday, whatever, you know, whatever's good with you. He's like, you, you pick. And he's like, it's your show. You pick. Oh, and he cool. said, oh, Waddy, stop it. You, you tell me what's convenient for you. He said, no, whatever. I'm good with either one. I said, 835 tomorrow. He said, thumbs up. So I sent him a voice memo and I was oh. all, I was all jacked up. I was all hyped up because that was all taking place while I was going to go see his former uh, his former comrade, uh, Derek Lalone. So it was uh it was a it was a it was a whirlwind of hockey yesterday is what it was. Yep, three to two Griffins last night. So they were they they were they're on a roll. So but okay, well I want to listen to your uh your show, so I gotta get going. Have a have a great day and we'll talk to you later. All right, Mark and Gun Lake, thanks for the early blasphemy this morning. Um, you know, as a as a Michael Jordan truther here, uh I do not take the uh I don't take the Jordan slander very well. Look, I mean it's just uh, it's a, it's different eras. So LeBron can be the best of of his era. Um, you know, Kobe's era, kind of in between. You know, maybe their their run, if you will. Uh, but Kobe was definitely the best player in the league uh, at one point, and prior to that, I think it was I think it was Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan carries you all the way to ninety eight. Uh, Kobe Bryant takes over uh, in that in that stage there, and then maybe LeBron uh, in you know twenty twenty ten maybe, and yeah, that's that's but yeah, I, I, MJ is my guy. I can't I can't go against Jordan. But that's just a personal thing. We'll step aside when we return. Uh, what's on the docket tonight? Well, Michigan hoops. We'll talk about it next year. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Thank you. 
You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here, X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and the Northwest Ohio and worldwide of the iHeartRadio. By the way, I was talking about Dalton Connect from Tennessee, this Connect kid, at 39 last night against Auburn. Wait till you see this guy. Tall, kind of lanky. Um, I, I, I don't want to say Gordon Hayward build, but uh, he's got yeah he's he's got some juice. This guy's got some he's got some of that go as they like to say, and uh, he can he can really play, boy. He can fill it up. Uh, it's great to have you with us this morning, and we got a lot to get to. A double whammy of coaches this morning. Kyle Barlow, the coach. Uh, the only team in the top five in the max standings to win on Tuesday night, his Ohio Bobcats. We'll talk to him about uh, about shooty hoops and stuff. Grand Rapids Griffins head coach, my good friend uh, Dan Watson, will join us coming up at eight thirty-five, and uh, that'll be a lot of uh, very exciting because it's really interesting that I just you know yeah I mentioned Dan Watson. I say Dan Watson, and who do I get a text from? Dan Jones. The Dan Jones. And you might be thinking, well, who's Dan Jones? Dan Jones is the uh, strength and conditioning coach in Toledo uh, on the hockey side of things. He sent me a message because he had heard um, he had heard our interview with Mickey Redmond yesterday afternoon. And he was uh, he was all excited. So yesterday after the after the morning show here, I had to drive to uh, Motor City Casino and I was helping out uh, a friend of mine on his program uh, from from noon to two. And it, the, it was at the Detroit Economic Club's uh, lunch uh, for the Detroit Red Wings. And so um, Steve Eiserman was there. Derek Lalone was there. Uh, Mickey Redman, Ken Daniels were both there. Mo Sider was there. Alex DeBrinkett, Dylan Larkin, and so on and so forth. Like it was, uh, it was a, it was a, it's a big deal. And, uh, you know, obviously when they have a they have a morning skate and then they're trying to get over there because they had some media availability yesterday as well. You know, all those folks are trying to hustle up, get over to Motor City. Luckily, everything's, you know, relatively close at this point. And then, you know, from there they get uh, they get lunch and uh, then, you know, everybody gets to uh, go their separate ways and carry on with the rest of the day. But to, to do that in the middle of the season on an off day between two games, that's pretty uh that's a big ask, uh, but they were they were all there. Uh, they were all there. They were uh, in, an absolute pleasure uh, to you know hang out with and, and talk to you. Know, you try not to bother them too much, uh, but Mickey Mickey sat down and you know hopped uh, threw a headset on and got on the radio with us yesterday afternoon. And he is uh, he is just such a such a lovable character, such a special man. He was telling a story about uh, back in the day when they were playing the Broad Street Bullies and they had six bench clearing fights and. Uh, he, you know, reliving, reliving some of those moments uh, and, you know, what was taking place this past weekend in Chicago with Chelios and the amount of star power that was in the building uh, for that, because that's, you know, the guy was just friends with everybody. It, it's just, can you imagine me and Chris Chelios in the 90s in Chicago? Like, can you imagine living that life? I can't. I mean, we're talking the big, like the, the cell phone that's the size of the shoe, you know, on the side of your head, that big brick. You know, probably driving some sort of Corvette or something like that. Like I, I, I just can't imagine. I cannot imagine, especially in that city. Your friends, your friends are like Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan. Like what? What kind of? What is going on here? You know, because everything was so, uh, so mysterious back then. 
you know, now every player's got a Twitter and an Instagram, so it's, it's kind of like we're desensitized to it. Uh, but back then, you had no idea what these guys did for fun. You didn't know where they were going. You had no idea. Like, you know, how many of you in the 90s have even heard of half these places where some of these people are traveling to? And now you get, uh, you get photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Everything is just uh, a lot more accessible in today's world. Uh, so that's uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. And pretty, uh, pretty cool. And I, I did, uh, you know, Dan Jones did, did just tell me that it was Derek Lalone um, who originally hired him at the Walleye 10 years ago. You know, so that that's awesome. That, I didn't, I did not realize that. Uh, I didn't know that uh, Newsy was the, uh, he was the guy. Dan Jones, he's uh boy, he's, he's, that's, that's a large human too. He's not a, He's not someone you'd cross. I mean, he's just built like a, but that's what he does. I mean, the guy lifts weights for a living, you know, he's, but it's not just weights. It's, it's about the conditioning. It's about the mental of it all. And uh, the team, the program definitely took the, a step in the right direction when they added that element and invested in that element into their players. And uh, so to be able to, you know, see coach alone, it's just so, it, it's so interesting. It was such a full circle kind of moment. Um, to be able to see him in that capacity. He's the same guy. He's the same guy as he was in Toledo. He's just a little busier now. And, you know, he's the same guy that, you know, you're doing interviews with him post-game in a hallway for TV or for radio, and they're cutting the sticks and the carts going down the hallway and people are hooting and hollering. And you're like, I, I can't, what, I don't even know if I can use any of this. Um, it's, he's the same guy. And that's that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun to see that it all uh, sort of worked out and uh you know the big smile you know that he gave me and that conversation is you know it's it's fun it's a it's it's a good time steve eiserman's awesome um that was a childhood hero don't fanboy act like you belong here don't be an idiot but i mean i wanted to hug him i didn't i didn't don't worry but i thought about it I was like, steve steve come here come here steve Thank you. Thank you, childhood hero. Thank you. Uh, but that's uh, that one of those moments where it's kind of like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, this is, I didn't know what we were doing. I didn't know who was going to show up. And then, of course, Ken Daniels, Mickey Redmond, those kind of guys. And the players were great. Uh, the players, they were they were hilarious. Uh, I really enjoy the, the personality of most cider. Um, you know, I think that, you know, Dylan Larkin, I think he can kind of see what's in front of this team. And then Alex Debrink, it's like, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. It's great. Uh, you know, somebody had asked him about in like the Q&A about, uh, you know, was he on the phone a lot with Patrick Kane? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, but, you know, Patrick wanted to come here because he could see. But he's like, yeah, no, I texted him every like every day. And I'm like, that's awesome. How great is that? Like, that's, uh, you know, we love that. And that's what's going to continue to happen as this team continues to have success is that these guys are going to reach out to some other guys uh, that are going to hit the free agency market. Or, you know, that might be in a different situation uh, that they know that it would be guys that would be good fits for the locker room. And it's very interesting how, like, that's what Dan Campbell's talked about is the, the premise and the building block and the base of what they're looking for, the interview process. You know, who are, who's going to be a good guy for the room? Who's going to be a high character guy? Who's going to fit the culture? And it's interesting that the Red Wings are kind of taking the same uh, sort of approach. Eiserman talked about that yesterday. Like, no matter what, what happens in the next you know week like he's 
he's going to fit in like this, but this player has to fit in. And for me, like, I just thought that that was uh, a pretty, a pretty big telltale, pretty big telltale sign of, you know, what they are actually looking for. And we have a pretty good example of what works at the NFL level. There seems to be a lot of carryover in a lot of the same ideology of, you know, this is how you build a team here. And it seems to work and guys are feeding off of it. Guys are, you know, they're they're enjoying it, and this is a, this is a great stretch. They're, I mean, they're right back in action tonight, and it's a it, they got a big game tonight, folks. They got the New York Islanders tonight, and island and and Islanders team uh, that is, you know, I wouldn't say nipping at the heels, but they're they're pretty close, right? An Islanders team that's still got something to play for. You know, we're definitely still in that mode, and. You know, we'll see. They got 62 points. They're not out of the hunt just yet. They catch fire like the Wings have had. They could find themselves in a in a wild card spot. But every game matters. Every game matters right now. And for this team right now, uh, one of the best parts about the conversation, Lalone said yesterday you know, he wasn't really a big fan of the shootout in overtime because they asked him about changing overtime. And he's like, you know, the coaches have figured out, you know, we, we figured out a new strategy that, you know, people are upset about. But he's like, last year, I wasn't that big of a fan of shootouts. He's like, this year, a little different. I like shootouts. He's like, we have, we got a few different players on this team this year that I'm not, I, I like that. I don't fear those shootouts anymore. And they're 2 0 this year uh, in the, uh, in the shootout victories. We're going to step aside when we return. We'll talk about this brand new college football playoff format. We got an update on that, and it's awful. I'll tell you about it next year. X and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, Yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and the Huge Show. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports. And never great to have you ride along with us here on this thirsty Thursday morning. As always, you can join the program on a myriad of our topics or any topic you may have. Give us a dial, 1-866-838-4843, 1-866-838-4843. Come on, 866-838-HUGE, or text the keyword Sports Radio and send that to 21000. And uh, shoot us a text to let us know uh, what you're thinking. Obviously, it's a, a big night tonight. Red Wings hockey back in action, taking on the New York Islanders later on this evening. Uh, Michigan basketball will also be taking place. Uh, there is a Michigan basketball game. Yes, I know. I know it's difficult to understand, like understand at some point, but at 830 on FS1, uh, you will get Michigan uh, versus Rutgers. More on the Big Ten uh, scoreboard and what happened last night. But first, let's get to this story. Sources are saying that this 14-team college football playoff has momentum. So you mean to tell me that we went from a two-team national championship BCS format to a four-team format that took us how many years to instituting a 12-team playoff that's going to be changed damn near immediately? I, and this is This is crazy. What is going on? The executive director, Bill Hancock, said last week there is a need for the deal to be done within the next month. Since the inception in 2014, when the college football playoff created the four-team model for a sport with five major conferences, this has been a little uncomfortable, right? So, and we've seen it change. You needed the conference championship game, and then you didn't. You need to win your conference, then you didn't. Uh, that's why I always joke around and call it the invitational, because that's what it is. You get invited. You get invited to this tournament if they think that you're good, or if they think that they can make money off of you, or whatever they want to say. You know, that's just uh, you know, just kind of is what it is. Like that's that's the role that they go here. So. Hancock's one-month deadline for mid-March is, you know, looming. However, there's optimism and momentum for a 14-team playoff starting in 2026. So it took us a decade to expand from four teams, even when we all knew that four teams wasn't enough, only to run into a system that's going to have 12 teams for two years and then expand to 14 teams. That seems a little strange. Seems a little strange here. I'm not sure. Now, the television side of the deal has already been agreed to in principle starting in 2026. ESPN is spending that $1.3 billion on the playoff for six years. Think about that. Think about how many billions of that's it. So it's six, seven, that's $8 billion plus. Like, that's insanity. But either way, the college football playoffs, uh, two leadership groups, they have the board of managers, which is the presidents and the chancellors, yes. and the management committee, which is which is the commissioners and, of course, Notre Dame's leadership, because we have to have a special, you know, special place for Notre Dame. They get treated completely separate. They're totally different. I rule. Now they're going to try to come down to this decision. Look, I, I am not a, like the 12 team is fine. And even in the 14 team, okay. But this boost up to the 14 team, they're they're talking about this is what I don't like about this entire 
flipping sport and ordeal. Let me just let me just get this off my chest real quick. Because as always, when we talk about college football in the playoff, what do I always go back to? A set criteria on how to make the tournament. Provide me with that, and I'm ready to party. But this picking and choosing nonsense of, oh, we have rankings in this committee. No one's watching every game. It's impossible. Think about the power rankings in, in, in the NFL after week one and then compare them to week 12. Like, that's what it is. Like, it, everything, everything's always changing all the time. You left a team out because their quarterback got hurt even though they were undefeated in a conference champion. It doesn't make any sense. It's asinine. Win your conference, get in. That's it. This gets worse, and hear me out. This is why, I, I, the minute I saw this, I said, I hate this already. I hate this already, and I wanted the expanded playoff. This is not the way to go about this. Here's the deal. There's going to be a boost in automatic qualification spots soon after the start of the five automatic qualifying spots in the 12-team playoff that starts this season, a nod to the changing conference dynamics. According to a source, the model that's earned the most discussion coming out of the CFP in meetings in Dallas is one that would include this setup right here. 14-team model. It's got the most momentum right now. The SEC would get three automatic qualifiers. The Big Ten would get three automatic qualifiers. Uh, hello, there's your backdoor deal right there. There's your alliance. There's our, we're meeting on some things to discuss the ever-changing evolution of sports. The ACC and the Big 12 will each get two automatic qualifying spots. The group of five will get one automatic qualifier. And then there will either be three at-large or one, either three spots for the at-large, because you're at three, three, two, two, one right now. Three automatics for the Big Ten. Three automatics for the SEC. That brings us to six teams. The ACC and the Big 12 get two apiece. That brings us to 10 teams. Group of five brings us to 11 teams. Then we're either going to have three at-large or or Notre Dame. I, I don't know who needs to hear this. But let me be abundantly clear, because for the team that I root for, there is always a a discussion, right? My team, Michigan, about they hadn't won anything since the national championship in 97, right? Always that conversation. The Notre Dame fighting Irish haven't won anything in all damn near 40 years. And when they got close, they got obliterated, obliterated by Alabama. Didn't belong in the same field. Couldn't have got on the same bus as Alabama. I know that it's about money. I understand that. I'm not naive. I know the powers that be. Our government officials openly trade on the stock market and then sign legislation that favors the companies in which they are purchasing to increase their net worth 5, 10, 15 times over the course of their political careers. I know that. We know this. We know that we were the only ones to veto a ceasefire 
in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. We know this. Don't hide yourself from the truth as to why. We know we are funding Ukraine. Do not hide yourself to the truth. You know why. Deep down, you know why. I don't care what you want to say and how you want to rationalize it. The fact of the matter is you're funding that. It's public information. You, you can see things happening that you know aren't right and you can't stop it. That's the frustrating part. Because you know what this is? There's a saying out there in the world, transparency builds trust. Right? Honest people don't fear being questioned. Take that with you today. Honest people do not fear having to answer things. They don't. You can ask an honest person anything. Why? Because their story is always the same. Why? Because they tell the truth. People that lie, people that are deceitful, get uncomfortable when you have to have a conversation. They don't know where they left off. But honest people are not afraid to answer questions. You know this in your heart of hearts. I shouldn't have to tell you that this format is wrong. It's wrong. I shouldn't have to tell you that Notre Dame consistently getting special treatment for being cheeks in basketball and being a legacy brand that hasn't won diddly squat in football in 40 years. That's wrong. And you know it. I shouldn't have to tell you that two years ago, my Rockets went on the road under the head coach, Jason Candle, and gave them everything they could handle and got cheated by the officiating. Go back and watch the game and tell me I'm wrong. But we can watch that, and we knew why that happened. And that was wrong. This is wrong. It just is. You did a four-team playoff for a decade with just absolute chaos. And now you want to tell me that you want to have three automatic qualifiers from the SEC, three from the Big Ten, two from the ACC, and two from the Big 12. I'll use our conference here to make my point because I feel like if I go after the ACC, they're like, well, you're an, SC, you're an ACC hater. Okay, that's why you don't like this. I don't like this because let's, let's go Let's go to the Big Ten. Do you think at any point in time in the Big Ten Conference that, oh, that a team like, uh, I don't know, Penn State, do you think Penn State was good enough to play for a national championship? Do you think that Iowa, Iowa, who barely scored more than 200 points in a 12-game season, Plus some, right? Because they went to the Big Ten, Big Ten Championship. They barely cleared 200 points in 14 games in total. You think they deserve to play for a national championship? What if in the Big Ten, let's just say everything reverts to where it was at five years ago, and Ohio State is just thumping people. They are steamrolling the entire conference. And everybody else saying, Let's say Michigan loses to Penn State, who lost to Michigan State, who lost to Rutgers, and it's just a debacle, right? Let's say Ohio State 
finishes the regular season 12 and 0 and there isn't a single Big 10 team with uh less than two losses remaining in the conference. Do you mean to tell me even with expanded conferences that a team like Penn State would deserve to play for a national championship? Like these teams are going to cannibalize each other. What you just saw with Michigan I haven't said this yet because I'm a little weary because it's college and we know that with college and the ability to pay for players now and an unregulated wild, wild west ordeal that's taking place here in college, nine times out of 10, if you're more talented, you're going to win the, you're going to win the game, right? You could just out athlete people. That's college sports. You can't do that in the pros because everybody's the best, but you take your ability to out athlete somebody. And then combine that with what you do in your strength and conditioning, with your toughness, like with what the culture of your program is. That's how you get, you got to get really good athletes and you got to go win. Of course, nine times out of 10, best athlete wins. However, the outlier, and let's not act like Michigan doesn't have good athletes. They got 18 guys at the combine this week in Indy, right? 18, a record. That's probably not going to get touched anytime soon. Like they, they're that. They got good players, but you know they had some other things going on too, like development, which is important. You know Ben Herbert and the strength and conditioning department. What he meant to that, it's none of that has anything to do. What I'm saying is this: this conference is going to cannibalize itself. If USC and Lincoln Riley, Dan Lanning in Oregon, cannot bleep this up and punt this ball straight out of bounds off the side of their foot, this upcoming season of college football is going to be the best college football season ever. I'm telling you that right now. It is going to be mayhem. We haven't had that. The SEC has that. The SEC has that. They have a team like Tennessee that throws a wrench into the system that can get a win. I don't believe in Penn State. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah, every once in a while, under Urban Meyer, the Ohio State Buckeyes would go on the road to like Purdue and lose. Okay. I don't believe in Penn State. I don't believe in James Franklin. I think he's the most overrated coach in the country. I honestly do. And it's nothing personal. It's just like, look at look at the results. The, the guy wins 10 games. Everybody lacks. Oh, here comes Penn State. It's like people want Penn State to be good for God knows what reason. But, you know, guess what? They're not. Every year they're going to lose to Ohio State. They're going to lose to Michigan. And who are they going to beat? Iowa, they can't score. You're going to beat Illinois. You beat uh, Delaware last year. That game against West Virginia, you got away with a couple of passes that should have been picked off. Congrats. You beat Northwestern and UMass. Think about this. West Virginia, Delaware, Illinois, Iowa, Northwestern, and UMass. That was their schedule. That was their schedule for the first six games of the year. And as somebody who knows bad scheduling, that ain't anything to write home about. Until what? You you lost a real football game and you played Ohio State. You beat Indiana. Cool. Maryland. Cool. Lost to Michigan. Michigan didn't throw a forward pass in the second half. And their coach was notified on the way to the game that he couldn't even be on the sideline. You still lost at home. What's the matter with you? Rutgers. Sweet. Michigan State. Great. Like, that's a terrible schedule. You throw in Oregon. You throw in USC. And Washington, sorry, they got they got smoked. Like Washington is going to be the new Penn State. They're like Penn State West Coast. That's what they are. That's what Washington is. They had a really good run. It was a special year. They had an 18th year quarterback and Michael Penix. Dude's like 50. Of course, they should be good. That was it. One and done. See you, Washington. That's the reality of the situation. And I stand on that. Coming up in 2024 for Penn State. 
West Virginia again, road game. Ooh. Bowling Green, okay. Kent State. So they're going to win the MAC in the first three games of the season. Illinois, UCLA, and then USC, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Washington in four straight weeks. Then finish the season with Purdue, Minnesota, and Maryland. Like, I I don't know. I don't like this format. I don't like this idea that we're going to have 14 teams and this conference is automatically going to get three of the 14. Damn near 50% of the playoff is going to be guaranteed to come from the Big Ten and the ACC, or the SEC, pardon me. To me, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It really doesn't. I am... Very, uh, and I really don't, I really disapprove, dislike the constant special treatment for Notre Dame because you know it's wrong. You know it is. There's nothing you could tell me, well, you know, back with Newt Rockney and the Four Horsemen, that ain't going to work here. That's not going to work. Because under the same logic that you told me for years about my school, you got to apply it to everybody else. Uh, and that's tough that we took a lot of beatings over the last 23 years, folks, 23 years plus how many years has it been? It was 26 years since we won a national championship. Some schools don't win a national championship at all, but it had been two decades and they wrote us off and I had to sit here and listen to every single person talking about it. Well, guess what? Your school, whoever you root for, better win a national championship because as those goalposts continue to move year after year, what have you done the last 10? Eh. What have you guys done the last three years? What have you done the last three years? Where is your national championship? I had some Yahoo yesterday arguing with me about Connor Stallions. Like, dude, you wish you could hire Connor Stallions for your workplace. You wish you could find an employee that dedicated. I know I do. Like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. What's going to happen next? But this format, not a fan. And not a fan of the special treatment of the 1942 national champion, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Back with more after this. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges and Meyer wellness vitamins or supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus I can save even more with M perks like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. 
Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.